Hi, all of my faithful listeners. Few of you guys, but I am very thankful for you. Hey, everybody. No intro today. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if you look forward to that or not. (laughs) Um, And if you do, I promise uh, the next one will have it as my next session will be an interview with one of my esteemed, beloved, and highly respected friends, family, uh, imaginary friends. I don't know. (laughs) Um, It's been a minute, and I know I say that a lot. Uh, Two freaking months have gone by. I apologize. I apologize to you who like hanging out on these things, um, whether you're driving or whether you do it on the drive home or in the gym or in a sauna session or when you're bored or if you stumbled upon this podcast. Um, I try to do it, you know, twice a month, but school season kicked off. If some of you know, I work in education, so life just picked up and and it like uh like one of those 90s um what were those toys you know like the fairies that you their wings would flip like a helicopter you know and you'd put it on that little charging station and then she would just like take off recently i was watching a a reel with my daughter and this girl (laughs) charged one of those up outside and it just it just went i mean and and the wind just took it and it it took off and it took off and she never saw it again. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what happens to me. Um, I'm a fairy in the wind. That's the end of the podcast. Have a great day. Uh, yeah, yeah, life got busy and I unfortunately um, always let it get the best of me and I shouldn't. Um, goal to lose weight, start no longer going to the gym, start putting weight on. And then I'm sitting here shaming myself and crying about it. And, you know, time to turn that around and didn't do this podcast for a while. And (laughs) trust me, it's in the back of my mind a lot as I'm an avid podcast podcast listener. But, you know, I'm sitting there going like, you should do yours. People are waiting on yours. And so better late than never. And I hope you are okay with that. How are you? How have you been? Do you need a friend to talk to? You know you can write in, and I will take my time to read your emails, think about them. If you ask for prayer, I'm more than willing to pray for you. Yeah, there's some stuff I would really uh, appreciate some prayer for, and I've reached out to uh, my mentors and colleagues, um, but had a just a series of unfortunate events coming at us. And I promise this won't be a mopey whining uh, podcast session, but just to catch you guys up. um, Yeah, I mean, everything from our furnace going out, and it went out 20-some years old. Furnace went out. um, Our fridge crept out on us. (laughs) Um, My dad fell into some really bad uh, health situations back in L.A., Uh, And uh, my sister flew out there to be with him and make sure he gets the right medical attention he needs. And and, uh, he's on the mend now and he's in good spirits. And I'm going to do my best to fly out there here pretty soon. Um, Hopefully, come Thanksgiving, uh, your boy Alfredo will go back to the City of Angels and hang out with, uh, with the original Alfredo, the old man. El jefe, as I would say in Spanish. Um... And I look forward to that, but yeah, just um, 
just between that and then, you know, work and work is a, it's an everyday thing. And each day brings its new challenges and triumphs and new problems. And, (laughs) and I love my job and I am very thankful to be back in the elementary school where I started at. Um, For some of you that don't know, I work at my kid's school. Uh, This was my second year there, but last year, uh, for the end of the school year, my job was per se, um, you could say it was, I don't know, not eliminated, but uh, my job went away, and so I transferred to a high school nearby, uh, rated one of the most ghetto schools, uh, this side of the Twin Cities, and I went in feet first. And I made my connections there, and I, I pray God did his thing that he, he you know, does through people. Um, and I, I miss faces there, and I miss certain conversations, and, and my prayer goes out for everyone in that building. But boy, did it break me. And uh, I've talked a little bit about that on uh, my follow-ups that I do. Um, but every single day when I'm driving to work, I I just pray and I, I thank God every day for the job that I have. Um, a, vi- a little bit of it is for me, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if you want to take that as me being selfish. Um, uh, a little bit's for me for just the peace of mind that um, they're just not brats <laughs> that have been given too much power. <laughs> and not, not that everyone in that high school was like that, but teenagers suck, man. And you sucked as a teenager, okay? Don't act like you didn't, okay? Don't say, oh, I had a great relationship with my mom and my dad. And, you know, my mom and my dad and I, you know, we smoked doobies together and it was great. And we'd listen to Pink Floyd. I, I don't care, you know? I, I think we all forget real quick um, just how bad, <laughs> just how bad it got there. Um, and, you know, if you, hey, if you had a great, you know, young adult life with your parents, um, let me know about it. And I'd love to hear about it, but you know, I, I tend to think I was a good kid too. And then, man, I remember one, one night I came home from, I think it was, uh, some, some summer break, maybe like ninth grade into 10th grade. But that summer break, I came home from being out of town with a friend of mine where we just go to a nearby town and party with the people there and came back home just high out of my mind. And I'm, I think I'm being quiet. I think I'm sneaking into the house, um, even though my mom gave me a key. But I think I'm doing my best to, like, not wake anybody up and go up the stairs in the townhome that we lived in. And I heard my mom praying in her room. And I knew right away, I was like, oh, she's probably just up praying because she's a prayer warrior and very charismatic. Um, But then I heard her crying. And I remember I just, like, leaned in to like try to like put my ear up to the door and she's just crying and she's interceding for me and I just remember like it killed my high (laughs) um but you know good I'm glad that it did you know looking back at it now um because we think you know we all think we were really good but I'm sure our parents had different stories and if you don't have parents then then I'm here to remind you. <laughs> I, I, I humbly take the responsibility. No, I'm joking, obviously. Um, 
your boy turned 37 on the 21st of October, and I'm not saying my birthday date so that you remember it and, you know, give me all the money in your bank account. Uh, but now that I'm 37 and I look back at things, I'm like, oh man, do you remember what you were like at 17? Yes. I can tell you exactly what I was wearing. I can tell you exactly what I was listening to. I can tell you exactly who I was hanging out with. And I just gave you a little example of that. And so going back to where I stemmed off was dealing with teenagers. And as much as I, I was like, oh, I, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. Yes, I'm ready for this. Like that high school gave me severe anxiety, <laughs> severe anxiety. And so now that I'm back at the job that I have now, every day when I drive to school, I'm just, I thank God for waking me up. I thank him for his grace. I thank him for his goodness. I thank him for my salvation. I then intercede for my wife. I thank him for my wife and how wonderful she is and uh, the ministry she has with her job. She's a hairstylist. And believe it or not, people tell their hairstylists more than they probably tell their freaking counselors. So I know that as much as I think this podcast is me ministering on to you, which I have that lovely vision of it in my head, um, I know my wife uh, does a wonderful job with her clients and they trust her and they love her. Um, and I know that that's a blessing she's been giving. And so I pray for her and then I pray a hedge of protection over my kids and I pray for their minds to focus when it's time to focus. And I pray for their bodies to be safe when it's time to have fun and when they have that liberty. Um, I intercede for the school. I pray for safety. I pray for all the lives there. Um, you know, I pray for growth. I pray for intelligence. I pray for wisdom. I pray for salvation and all those things. Because um, I, run, I run essentially a calm down room, a calm room, calm down room, a quiet room. I know that's not politically correct, but you guys know me. Come on. But yeah, I, I run the room um, that any kid who's not regulated, who's going through some, you know, dysregulated thing, whether if it's like a school, you know, event or the cafeteria is too loud or, you know, they're, they're too wound up. They come to me and I have a room where it's, I've got colored lights in there. It's, you know, low light. I've got the projector playing some nice jazzy kind of, you know, coffee shop music. And, um, I got fidgets for them. I got a little tent in there. I, I just let them take all the time they need till they, they tell me they're ready to go back. And, and if they need someone to talk to, and if they need someone, you know, to be a listener, those are the things I practice. And that's my job. And it's very rewarding, but it is taxing. It is, it is rough at times, but every day is a new adventure. And so since the start of the school year, it's kind of just consumed me. And the thing with leveling up in life, the thing with, you know, strength training and, and things like that, it's that over the summer, I, I developed a good habit of going to the gym. And, and that was kind of the thing that I did with my kids three or four days a week. And then once school started, like, I just, I was like, nope, like all my, the, the, the stamina and energy and, and drive and, and focus and will that I have goes to this. And it should have been that on top of going to the gym. And that's where my mistake was at. So, um, doing my best to, uh, to turn it around. 
turn it around every now and then i start to gain some weight because i'm always snacking food in the house turn it around fredo every now and then you gain some weight fatty boy needs to stack yeah i can't do it <laughs> hopefully that made you laugh yeah so um just trying to turn that around now and trying to find my my focus and my encouragement with that and um, if you need it know that i'm there with you you've got my support and i hope i have yours too thanks for tuning in let me know that you tuned in that supports me and you know i think i don't know it's it sucks to say that i'm 37 and that i i need someone to push me you know i got a friend who checks in on me I, well i got two friends actually i got one friend who will literally text me weekly where's your weight at he doesn't say it like that, but that's how I see it. And I'm just like, son of a, you know, like it just, I'm just like, Ugh. it's not where I want it to be. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, I got another friend who will legitimately like take the time to call me and be like, dude, how's the snacking? You know, what's triggering it? You know, dude, get to the gym, you know, dieting can only go so far. It's the law of, you know, thermodynamics. You can't lose fat if you don't burn it off. So every once in a while, I, I grab a torch and I light it and I just stick it up to my gut and I just start burning some of the fat off. And people, let me tell you, the, the pounds just shed off. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm trying to find the, the, the will to, to turn that around and start losing this weight again and not be in 3XL shirts. And hopefully I say that and you go, geez, he's in 3XL shirts, man. I feel so much better about myself. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. And I'm sorry I haven't been here for a bit to do that. But know that you're doing better than me and I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay, so let me, uh, let me pull up my actual notes here so that, <laughs> so that this podcast session can have purpose and meaning. So... Did you check out Embracing Fatherhood? I hope you did. That one was a really cool one. Not that any of the sessions I've done with my friends haven't been, but um, to get to hang out with a friend who, um, you know, who you knew, you know, before, you, you know, you get married to your spouse, you know, when, when the world's still you know, a, a, an oyster in it and you have all the capability of shucking it or whatever the term is, you know, when, when the bull's still capable of being grabbed by the horns, you know, you, you got those friends out there and then, you know, you all kind of, in, you know, hit, hit that road of, you know, life and people start getting married, people start having kids, careers change. Um, my, my friend Derek is someone that in my latter half of my life as you guys have heard in my life story when I moved down to the Twin Cities and I started my young adult life down here. Uh, he that was a friend that um, I made down here and instantly had a great connection with and everything from religion to, you know, paganism versus Christianity to, you know, our, our taste in music, um, politics going back and forth. You know, this is a friend that even if I've got different beliefs, um, you know, we don't stop being friends at the end of the day and uh, i highly encourage you guys to go check out that episode embracing fatherhood with uh my friend derek cubal cubal as i call him um and it's a it was a great time um sorry that i haven't given you guys a follow-up to that um but yeah i mean you know i think i think where the world's headed these days you know i think um 
you know, there's a lot of female empowerment, which I'm all for, but you know, like I'm all for that without like, you know, also losing some empowerment, you know, coming my way as a dad and, you know, as, you know, someone who doesn't know what he's doing as a dad, it's hard. And, you know, people learn this stuff as they, you know, go along and, you know, it's nice to, to have a friend, um, whether you're the same age or not, you know, where it's like, Hey, you know, I'm also learning this and this is hard for me. And I didn't have my dad to teach me this and I had to learn it. And now I'm, I'm practicing it with my kid. And, uh, that goes hand in hand with just working with kids as well. You know, I mean, I got to a point with my children where, you know, I was like, I don't, I shouldn't have to spank you guys anymore. Like, think about that. Think about that. And, you know, my daughter, Leia, she, she thinks so, I don't know. She, she really analyzes things the way her little brain works. And I remember when I said that to them, I was driving, they were both in the backseat, they were fighting about something and I was just getting so worked up and so angry. And I remember just being like, you're not going to have any more siblings. You two only have each other. And I'm like, I know what it's like to fight with my sister and, and have a very long time go between us where we don't talk and it sucks and you need each other and you miss each other. And I'm like, you guys need to understand you will have each other as long as you both are alive and you're not going to have anybody else. And one day you guys are going to get older and my time will come. Your mom's time will come and you will only have each other and the families you guys start. And then guess what? That's how this family keeps going forward. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this in a fashion where a eight year old and a five year old can understand. But I just remember like when I said those words, I said, Hey, I said, I should no longer have to discipline you guys like that. And I'm not going to, but don't, don't make me regret it. And I remember Leia was just thinking, you know, gears are turning, but they're turning in the right way. They're not, you know, buffering, but she eventually goes, is this a part of responsibility? Is, is this a part of growing up? And I was like, she got it. Boom. Like you got it. Yes. Yes, it is. I need to be able to trust you and you need to show me that. So it's, it's, it's not easy, but you know, I'm also not going to sit here and say, it's the most rewarding thing on planet earth. You should go have some kids too. Cause not everyone wants to have kids. And oh boy, speaking of that, man, um, I, I, I've got it set on my notes for a little later in this podcast, but man, I had someone, I had someone post something about they're, they're, you know, how it's a, a responsibility to not have kids. And I was like, Ugh. like, not that it like hurt me, you know, but it's just like some people are, are really determined to not have kids and I'm, I'm okay with that, you know, but you got to also understand, you know, three quarters of your friends <laughs> have kids, <laughs> you know, like we're not, we're not pushing it on you and, and we're not saying go have them, you know, like it's one thing if you can't, and that's not my business, you know, but it's hard, you know, so you got your friends that you don't hear from anymore because they got kids, reach out to them, you know, do your best to just say, hey, you know, I know you're busy with your your kids, I know you're busy with life, but, you know, I miss you, and uh, here's all the money in my bank account. Boom. Yeah, so um, 
so yeah, the start of the school year in September, and then we went into October, and then uh, the wife took a vacation, which she so needed and deserves, and deserves tons and tons and tons of them. And I mean that when I say that. Um, my wife came up to me one day and she was like, Hey, so, you know, me and my best friend were talking and we're just joking around about it. But, uh, what do you think about me flying out to Florida and taking a couple of days with her at Disney world and just having like a girl's cation? And I was like, yeah. And I think my wife was like, Oh, 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 oh you're on board with that. And I was like, yeah, like, let's, let's, let's do it. And people I'm telling you, it's just like, we, you know, we, we do our best to budget and my wife's a, a huge uh, stickler on money and she's really big into Dave Ramsey and, you know, paying all the bills first and all that stuff like that, which, you know, is in the long term is responsible and uh, excuse me, I don't want to burp into the mic, in the long, you know, in the long run of it, you know, she's she, that's why she's responsible with the money. Excuse me. <coughs> um, so, yeah, we we planned a a few days for her and she went out there with uh, the same friends that uh, hooked it up and took us on an awesome Disney world adventure. And uh, she just had, she had a wonderful time and it was four days. And I remember when we broke it to the kids, it was like, yo, mom's mom's going on vacation and we're not going with, and that's okay. You know? And I was expecting my kids to be like, no dad, but what about me? And just, it's like a bandaid folks. You just gotta be like, Hey, and that's what it is. <laughs> and I just, I just really pressed in on mom does so much for us. Mom wakes us all up every day. My wife does so much. She gets my fat butt out of bed. She's got a protein shake ready for me. She gets the kids ready. She gets herself ready. She takes the kids to the bus stop. She walks the dog does an awesome job at her work and her career and then comes home and, you know, takes care of the family, you know, and, and, and all that. And then, you know, and then at the end of the day, once the kids go to bed, like she, you know, then she's my wife and it's the two of us. And then it's just like, you know, it's nine 30 and she's falling asleep on, you know, the chair next to me as we're, you know, both on our phones or, you know, we got an old TV show playing in the background and, <laughs> and she's tapped out. <laughs> And she does a lot. And so I say this because I know she's going to listen to this episode, but I want the world to know that uh, I am very grateful for her. And she does so much for us. And she deserves so many more vacations and so much more time to just decompress. And uh, I, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is she did. I, I was like, dude, I was like, go have, go have a couple bottles of wine and she's like, you know, I don't do that. It's a sin. God would not let me into heaven. <laughs> and, uh, I hope she did, but you know, just some time to decompress and to talk to her best friend and, and, you know, not have kids nagging at them. And, and I'm pretty sure I was texting her being like, well, where the heck's my screwdriver, you know, and things like that. And, um, but you know, I did my best to, hold the, the fork down and and we did and you know the kids and i we we hung out and we played a bunch of mario kart together and you know we baked we baked pizzas together we baked cookies together we did all sorts of fun stuff and went to church together and you know we were able to survive without mom but um 
you know, just to let her know, like, hey, I got this. Like, you go do you and have fun. And, and she did. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the real reason I cleverly orchestrated that is that my, my, my Galaxy's Edge lightsaber that I made at Disney World last year broke and I needed it fixed. So what I did is through the force, I influenced her best friend to think, I should invite Elise out here and just have a girl's vacation. And then when Elise brought it up to me, I act super surprised. And I was like, oh, yeah, you should. You totally should. Yeah. You know, go have fun. Totally. You know, but I I just cleverly just, you know, orchestrated all of that, you know, like like an evil genius who gets his government to create a clone army and starts a war just to have that army. And then eventually you know, ends that war, declares himself emperor and turns that clone army into his imperial army of stormtroopers and then rules the galaxy. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so Elise was kind enough to to go do all that for me. And um, one, I guess one of the things I didn't mention here, let me grab a quick drink. that um the weekend she was gone was the weekend of my birthday <laughs> so um i was here at at home and uh, we had mea break here in minnesota i think it's like minnesota edu education something astronomical alfredo day i don't know um but we had we had two days off and then it went into a weekend so we had four days off so that's when that's when she went on her trip and so yeah the kids and i were just you know hanging out and you know having a having a just relaxing you know, father, father, kid time, uh, dad, dad, patrol, dad, um, daddying it up. I don't know what you call it, but she was out in Florida and she went to galaxy's edge and, and for, you know, you people that don't know what that is, that's, that's star Wars land. And, you know, she brought them, you know, this toy laser sword that, you know, I think is, is a, you know, metaphoric, you know, symbol of, you know, empowerment and protection and, and warfare. And she was like, Hey, I'm married to a 37-year-old man-child who thinks this laser sword is real, but he broke it because he's an idiot. Can you fix it? And they were like, geez, it must really suck being you, lady. Let me see if I can fix this. And then, you know, they went in the back and probably just flipped it upside down and then put new batteries in it. And they're like, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. Here you go. And she was like, thanks. I'll tell him that you fixed it. And uh, yeah, and she brought it back and it works like new. Um, no. So yeah, she had some great time and, and brought back a bunch of gifts and stuff like that. And, um, she sent me a picture and she said, happy birthday, honey. And it was, uh, what looked like, I don't know, like a crate for like a small little toolbox looking crate from star Wars. And it had the logo of the Jedi on it. And she was like, I bought you another lightsaber. And I was like, what? And you know, she was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this woman knows how much I love Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber, like General Kenobi, the, the one that Ewan McGregor uses in Revenge of the Sith. And and I was like, is it that? Is it that? Is it that? No, wait, don't tell me. I want to see it when I get home. And yeah, I mean, I've I've had dreams of wielding that light, that specific lightsaber. And so she brought it home and she handed it to me like and I was like emotional Jeez, Alfredo, you just said you turned 37. Why are you talking about fake, stupid toys, man? Get a life. Here's the thing, folks. The Vikings suck. 
Okay, sports suck. You know, I I just I can't support millionaires. You know what I'm saying? And and I learned a long time ago to not sit around and and get emotional when the Packers stomp the Vikings or, you know, when we make it to the playoffs and then lose and then we're going to next year is going to be our year. And and I get that there's uh, those sports people out there that, you know, they do it for the love of the game. And I'm all for that. I really am like and if that's your thing and if your basement is all, you know, devoted to your football team or whatever sport you like, I'm fine with that, too. But I mean, you know. That's Star Wars for me, and, and, you know, I'll go to the grave like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, so my wife brought, brought back that gift, and it was awesome. And it was, I mean, molded to what you see on screen, um, and it just, it's, it looks like a movie prop, honestly. It looks like, like the lightsaber handle movie prop that you see the actor just, like, wearing on his belt, and it's freaking awesome. And I'm going to see if I can get my buddy Noe to um, engrave... Hebrews 4.12 on it. And I don't know if you know what Hebrews 4.12 is, but essentially it's it's saying that the word of the Lord is like a sword that can cut through anything. And, you know, that's how the metaphor I see of a lightsaber, you know, and spiritual warfare and, you know, the weapon of the Jedi and everything like that. Let's see. I got Hebrews 4.12 right here on my phone. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart and let me ask you ladies and gentlemen does that not sound like a lightsaber because it totally sounds like that to me but yeah um so yeah yeah the wife came back and we survived the house was hopefully somewhat clean Oh, my kids were happy to see her. I was happy to see her. And, um, yeah, we just carried on. And then um, it snowed here in Minnesota in the Twin Cities uh, the night before Halloween. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, I, I got to let you know that that just that just knocked all the joy and happiness and encouragement out of <laughs> out of me. I was like, oh, that must suck for the kids, man. I was like, cold night and. You know, and I remember like when I moved to Minnesota, it was like 93, 94. That's 1990 for you millennial kids that were, you know, only know what, you know, 2000s are. But yeah, 1994. And I remember people were just like, oh, like you missed Halloween and five feet of snow. Like we were all out here, you know, right after a winter storm. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I haven't even seen snow yet. Yet you guys are telling me about that. And I remember my first snowfall too, man. I was... I was awesome, but we were also so freaking poor that I remember I had like three or four layers of like cotton, like mittens on because, you know, we didn't realize you're supposed to get all this waterproof stuff, you know, and then I'd go to school and, you know, all these kids had, you know, snow pants and snow boots and, and jackets and gloves and, you know, all these things. And we were like in layers. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, um. Luckily, throughout the day, the snow melted a little bit, and uh, I think we had about 60, maybe 65 trick-or-treaters come out to our house, and um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a goth at heart, and, and, you know, I like the value of black, and, and you know, not that I, I dwell in darkness, and not that I, you know, I'm going to sit here and be, you know, be all poetic, and the darkness consumes my soul, but 
I don't like bright stuff. I'll tell you that. And I like spikes and I like, I like, you know, I'm a rocker dude. So Halloween was always a holiday that I vibed with. And, you know, and even after I gave my life to the Lord, you know, and, and, and you come to discover what true darkness is and true evil is, you know, and, and the celebration of the death of the land and all these things, you know, as a parent, you just, you have to pray a hedge of protection over your kids and for their innocence. But it's like, I'm also one of those parents. It's like, you know, let them, let them go have fun. Okay. And if you're really going to be a religious stickler about things, you're called to love your neighbor. You know, even if you don't say happy Halloween, you know, give some candy out, give the best candy out, show your freaking neighbors that you love them. Be a kind human being, chill the F out. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if you're going to be a stickler about, you know, oh, I don't celebrate Halloween, oh, then you also can't complain about when they don't write freaking Merry Christmas on your Starbucks cup. All right. There. I said it. Okay. 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 Good. And yeah. Yeah. So um, that's a good segue into my last uh, little bullet point that I got here. But uh, the world right now, you know, it seems like. It seems like we were just getting used to Ukraine and what's going on there. And it's not like it stopped, guys, okay? And we all know that these warmongers need to keep things going to keep fueling their agendas and keep fueling certain political leaders. And, you know, the world's a fallen place. Let's agree on that, right? And let's agree that whether you're humanitarian or you're a liberal or conservative, clearly everyone thinks that what they're, they're driving and they're focusing and voting for is going to do the right thing. So with the conflict in Israel, if we can please stop with the, well, you know, Israel commits war crimes too. Yeah. Okay. Who hasn't, but can we, can we, can we for a moment, act like humans here and and agree that an invasion is not cool okay and and, and don't give me the oh it's because of religion oh it's because of politics like yeah i know but man i'm seeing people just like being like well they deserve it well you know and you know it's like you get some People that post the, I stand with Israel, you know, and then I make the mistake of just clicking on the, you know, large amounts of comments that those posts get. And, you know, how could you, how could you support Israel? Oh, you know, and then you get those people that are like, you know, oh, you know, we're supposed to, you know, and here's what I know. Okay. The Bible tells me to pray for Israel. So I will, but if you're really going to get into it where it's like, oh, and then our moronic president is going to get involved. It's just like, hey, you're only saying that because it's a president you don't like. If it was a president you liked saying that, you'd be sitting there stroking their ego. And don't act like, A, that's offensive, Alfredo, and B, like I'm wrong because you know I'm right. Let's just agree what's going on and Ukraine sucks. And Israel sucks. Don't make it about your politics. Don't make it about who you think should be in office. Send your well wishes. Donate to whatever thing 
you think you need to donate to that's going to help out whomever you want to go help out. But let's stop and agree. That sucks. Let's be humans here, okay? Don't sit there and justify why so something should happen because you're going to be held accountable for that. I don't care what you believe in because it's it seems it seems everyone is just doing their best to deconstruct God. Everyone's doing their best to just be like, well, you know, I believe in positive energy and sending sending things, you know, sending energy out and receiving energy. Cool. If that's what you believe, go for it. But don't you also have to submit to the law of karma? So it's like if you're sitting here going, well, you know, they they got themselves into that mess so they could deal with it. It's like, so, so, you know, what goes around comes around, you know? So don't sit there and act shocked and surprised when things don't go your way, you know? It's like, Pretty soon, you're probably going to have a president you don't like. And that's another bad thing. You're going to be like, oh, well, if, if only it went my way. And I'm just telling you guys, the older I get, the more it's harder to just talk to people. <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully that didn't pop in your ears too long. But um, and that's why I, I and that's why I do these podcasts, because then you can just hear my voice and I don't have to hear you chewing me out. OK, OK. Did I mention you can write in? <laughs> this is where I'm at podcast at gmail.com. This is where I'm at podcast at gmail.com. All one word, no space. Shoot me anything. If you want to keep it between us and, and say, hey, don't read this on the podcast, say that. If you want to say, read this on the podcast and proceed to trash me. You know what? It's your prerogative. Go for it. But... Can we just sit here and agree that what's happening is not cool, okay? It's like I got to sit here with my two kids on my birthday and, you know, enjoying turning 37. And I couldn't imagine my country being invaded, you know, my, my religious rights being taken away. You know what I'm saying? Someone holding a gun up to my kids saying, you know, reject your beliefs or I shoot your kids. And it happens, guys. It's it, it's ha it's happened and it's happening. So before we sit here and huff and puff about, I don't like the color of tie that this political leader has and what they're doing, or you know, I don't believe in that religion and that you know, religion takes away my my friends' rights, and so therefore I'm happy that's happening in Israel. I'm seeing these comments, you guys. I'm not just talking out of my ass here. Pardon the cursing, but. These are the things I'm seeing on social media, and it's it's heartbreaking because it's just like you guys. There's already a gut wrenching, heartbreaking, soul killing thing happening, and for people on this side of the world to just be these keyboard warriors and be like, "Well, how could you defend Israel?" or you know, or our our president shouldn't get involved. I'm I'm seeing it on both sides, you guys. Let's just chill out for a second, agree that it sucks pray or do whatever it is you do but it's it, it it's got to stop somewhere and, and and the unity and the agreeing has to start at some point please let it be soon let it be now that being said you guys i'm sorry that i've been lacking on this but hopefully you understand i hope you're doing good okay if you need someone to talk to you need prayer for anything, I'm more than willing to hear you out. I'm more than willing 
to read your emails. I can keep it to myself if you want. Know that I want the best for you. Keep at it. I'm going to try to go to the gym. I'm going to try doing better myself, and I hope you guys do too. My name is Alfredo Carranza, and this is where I'm at. <laughs>